Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. Jeez, it looks like we got two co competing mics here. Mm -hmm. The Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, everybody. JC to the show. Show them your awesome coffee mug, JC. This is the coffee mug of the day. Socialists suck. I think that, it, man, it's just it's crazy. I, I don't know. The world has gone nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, I wanted to talk uh, about it. I actually wanted to have a conversation on the air that we had earlier today because I thought that it was very important. But also I want to get to some, some things that are happening uh, on, on the outside of what the news is covering because the news is completely consumed with coronavirus this, martial law that, what's going on in, in all of that. Uh, I'm just, I was on a conference call, a uh, town hall meeting with uh, Senator Rick Scott this afternoon, JC. I had to hang up. <laughs> I seriously had I to hang up. I heard some of that. I had to hang up. There was a man obviously a Floridian. I mean, they told us they were from Florida. There was a Floridian man who was asking when we were going to eat, when we were going to activate the, the uh, National Guard to stand outside the post offices, the hospitals, and the grocery stores to take everybody's temperature and to swab their no, uh, or, and to swab them before they went in. <laughs> okay, right? I'm just thinking something isn't right here. This is totally nuts. I could not, could not take it. So uh, I, I had to turn it off. Plus, I couldn't figure out how to ask a question. People, it was like this question thing. I didn't know how to ask a question because my questions were going to be simply: Is there anyone? in Washington, D.C., discussing how to secure civil liberties in the midst of all of this. I mean, I would just love to hear that awkward moment of silence when, <clears throat> when I'm, like, the only person in the room that is actually caring about that. Yeah, so, I don't think it's part of the conversation. It, th th well, that's why I wanted to be at the part of the conversation. I wanted to hear that... Ah, 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 ah. You know, the kind of winding down, grinding to a halt kind of thing that, that happens when, when people are, sh their brains are shocked with something that actually means something. Uh, but seriously, what in the heck? Uh, are, am I supposed to think, because everybody's like, oh, it's the liberals, it's the, the progressives that are all of this. And, you know, we've had this conversation before, JC, but obviously this was Senator Rick Scott's, you know, active contact me line so they were Floridians they had to be Republicans it's right like a town hall kind of town thing. hall virtual yeah. town a hall. virtual town hall because you know we have to make sure that we're social distancing <clears throat> you know can't actually have a real town hall meeting in which which is crazy I had to wonder how did people actually ask questions Right. If you have, see, this is the whole part of the problem that I have with this whole mandated social distancing. We can't have group meetings larger than 10, 
right? Or fifty? Well, the, well, we saw yet the other day uh, that the that the CDC now has changed their mind, and it's ten, mm-hmm. no greater than ten. So they have virtual town hall meetings. What's the inherent problem in there? First off, I don't get to look my senator in the face. He doesn't look me in the face. Secondly, we have people asking questions. How do I know these are like real people? I mean, I'm sure they're like living, breathing people, but hand-picked questions? I'm not able to ask a question. How is this real, real? That's done in live town halls, so. Right, but you can't have that because we're. No, but I mean, the pe- people in live. At war invisible enemy. Questions in live town halls are, are staged. Oh, and, yeah, well, that's true. That's true. So. Yeah. So, anyway, it drove me nuts. I was like, I can't take this. My head is exploding. I did get, I did get a really interesting question, JC, and I just wanted to share the answer with everybody. Um, I was asked this question. So, Chrisanne, you talk all the time about what the federal government is and is not supposed to do. And the question was, explain to us, Chrisanne, if you were president, how would you deal with the coronavirus crisis? Isn't that a legitimate question? I mean, think seriously. So here's my answer. I said, first, I would explain all the facts available, not just the ones favorable to an agenda. I would teach that the beauty of America rests in the responsibility of self-governance. I would then explain that as president, I have no authority to do anything about the virus except as Congress authorizes pursuant to the Constitution. And of course, because remember, the president doesn't have unilateral power under Article 2 to do any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I said, and of course, anything Congress attempts to authorize outside the authority of the Constitution, I would have a duty to refuse to enforce. I would encourage state and local governments to do the wise and appropriate thing to secure the rights of the individuals while advising, not mandating, the people of their states on the most prudent course of action. I would never threaten to close down any businesses or impose any national curfews as things or or things of that nature are completely outside of my realm of authority. And then I just sort of said... um, Knowing me, I would probably seize upon the teaching moment to do a little instruction on liberty and the proper role of government. And so I, I, I just, this is the no-brainer stuff, but we have so many people out there that don't understand the role of the president. So I wanted to give us the, uh, the dumb tweet of the day. Do you want to see the dumb tweet of the day? Okay. The dumb tweet of the day comes from a woman named Joy Reid. Joy Reid is, oops, wrong part. Joy Reid is an activist extraordinaire, a progressive liberal. And she says, when you elect a president, you are hiring a crisis manager. Not as a religious savior, an entertainer, or a friend. That's it. That's the tweet. Okay, so um, crisis manager. I'm not quite sure where you find that in Article 2. Any idea? Crisis manager? No. No. So Isn't she, she's a, wasn't she a journalist on one of these shows or something? Okay, she, her, her Twitter page says, uh, doesn't say anything about her. I don't know. You must be bold, brave, crazy. Yeah, MSNBC. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Talking head. An MSNBC talking head. When you elect a president, she actually loved this. I want to show you, I have her Twitter page up here. 
she, you you have to know something about a woman who idolizes this prostitute right here. <laughs> Seriously. When you have this prostitute front and center on your Twitter page, you are suspect. But she actually pins this tweet on the top of her Twitter page. When you elect a president, you're hiring a crisis manager, which, you know, I can't resist responding to something like that. Mm-hmm. It's the most uneducated and constitutionally unsubstantiated description of the power of the president. How do you become a journalist and have the audacity to, to even comment on the President of the United States when you... She's obviously never even read Article 2. I don't know. This stuff... So it's like a multiple choice. She has four different things and yeah. none of them are correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's, no, for, he's not a crisis manager. No. He's not a religious slaver. No. He's not an entertainer. No. He's not a friend. No, he's not a friend. He's not any so of those things. You failed... And I Four can times. just interject in there. Hello, she. Uh, he is not the leader of America. He is not the person who's supposed to save us from Corona, right? So when I posted my little thing about what would I do as president, do you know what one guy said to me? So, Chris Ann, what you're telling us is that you wouldn't do Jack and you would just let the country, you would let the bodies lie in the street. Yep. I was like, dude, you obviously have nope. reading say, comprehension say, no, issues. No, just, just the morons like you. Just the morons like you. So step two, right? Because we, I've been watching mayors and governors and sheriffs come in and say, we're going to shut down bars and restaurants. We're going to uh, shut down uh, all of this stuff. Don't go to the restaurants. Don't go to the bars. Don't go to the gyms, right? So what is the step two that we're not thinking through here, JC? The economic impact. Because that's what we've been talking about is is really how people aren't seeing this is this is well, I called it the butterfly effect. You called it dominoes. And it's it's crazy because okay, so the government says we're gonna fix all this by sending everybody a check for a thousand dollars for per adult in the household and five hundred dollars per kid. But we actually heard a sheriff today said that that he's not going to enforce any eviction notices either. So now people, up to the tune of seven hundred over seven hundred a month in this particular county, are now going to live rent free as long as the crisis goes. Now, what what is the problem with that? The problem is who's going to pay the bills on those houses? When is that going to happen? Now, the sheriff said we're going to suspend the evictions. He didn't say we're not going to do that. But in the meanwhile, the people who own those properties actually have to have their bills paid. Property taxes have to be paid. Mortgages have to be paid. Electricity has to be paid. Water has to be paid. Why why is it that we aren't thinking the whole way through here? Okay, I'll do this myself. (laughs) <laughs> we had, believe me, we had a very You're, lively discussion about this this afternoon. And why I thought it why would are be politicians fun. not thinking through? That's the question no, 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 you want us to answer? No, no, it's not the p- politicians, but the people. <laughs> I mean, the politicians don't think any further than, than the people demand them. But how, this, is going to, this is going to impact our communities and our economy for months. Even if this only lasts three weeks, two weeks, this is going to impact our communities 
four months. Mm-hmm. No, lo- probably longer than that. You know, surely the big corporations are going to get bailed, but the little mom and pop landlords, what are they going to do? Somebody has to pay their mortgage. Somebody has to pay their rent. And I don't, I just, it's it's astonishing to me. And I and I told you earlier today, the one thing that is really starting to, to solidify. Now, I had these ideas, but you guys know I'm not really an economics person. I had these ideas. Look. We are living in a false economy, but the fact now that it's playing out right in front of our faces, our economy is completely an illusion. Because if we had a real economy based on real wealth, two weeks would be no big deal. But we're based on debt, the debts that people can't pay back. And, and two weeks, people living paycheck, what did, what did our friend tell us? Who, how many in the society live paycheck to paycheck? I was in Florida, I think he was saying 80% or more live paycheck to paycheck. So, you know, this is like, this, this people are pretty much toast. <laughs> On day eight. Missing a paycheck. Day eight. Why? Why is that? Because we live on debt. Yeah. People live on debt. And... And here's the thing, you got to, well, why are they bailing out the the air the air uh, lines, right? So that, another thing ticked me off, Donald. President Trump's like, we're going to send the airlines $50 billion. Do you know? And then the stock on the airlines shot through the roof. Mm-hmm. So now we don't even have to deal with market reality. I wish, I wish that we, I mean, I, 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 I wish that, Maybe Robin Kerner was sitting right here with us, or because uh, this is just crazy. This the illusion of our economy, and I think so many people are missing it because we're not thinking on to step two. People are not only going to lose homes; they're going to lose businesses. How many how many bars, restaurants, and you don't have to like a bar, but these are private br- businesses. This is people's lives, and uh, gone because someone can't self-govern enough. To stay home if they don't feel sick. So somebody has to use the force of law, right? If they feel sick, we can't trust people to stay home. So we have to use the force of law to deprive people forcefully of their lives, their properties, and their liberties. And it's going, and this is why too much government is the destruction of society. Government's got no business shutting down businesses and playing. I mean, it's completely arbitrary. I understand that you're not supposed to have, you don't want homeless people, right? You don't want homeless people when all this is happening. Did you know that the governor of California is looking to commandeer hotels? Okay, I did not. To house all the homeless people in California. So now the homeless people are going to be living in the Marriott. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Good for them. Yeah, all right. So there we have it. I just... That was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. Too too fast for me. Too fast? Sorry. I just... Maybe I should just breathe. (laughs) I think so. It's probably a good idea. Breathing is good. Breathing's helpful. You know, Colton asked me today, do you ever stop... Do you ever forget to breathe? And I stopped and I thought, yeah, I think I do sometimes. But this stuff, I think what set me off was this, this... The call that I was listening to average people speaking to Senator Rick Scott, asking 
for martial law. Mm-hmm. I mean, asking for it. And and that was just that was just stunning to me. I I'm I'm just you know me. I'm always hopeful. I believe in the future. I believe in liberty because I know that it's a gift from God. I know it's in our spirit. And I know history. 700 years of history. We've, we've dealt with greater despotism with this on this soil. And so I have to trust that eventually, you know, this will wake up people. Eventually. I just don't know how much more my psyche can handle because I don't do statism well. I don't I don't do people telling me what to do well. Can I can I share can I share a tweet from our pastor? Go for it. It's your show, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I swore, he says, in a solemn oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America the day I became a citizen of this constitutional republic. And by God's abundant grace, I will, and I will never bow to tyranny. Why is it that our naturalized citizens have a greater attachment to constitution and liberty than the people who were abundantly blessed to be born here? Yeah. When I'm out teaching, how many people, JC, because you're my witness, how many people who are actual immigrants come up to me after these lessons some of them actually in tears at what they see happening here. Yeah, well, you know, immigrants come for a reason, right? They, they, they always have a reason, good or bad, you know what I mean? But as opposed to a resident who's born here, you, you, you had no motivation to come here, you're already here. So, you know, that's why you have a portion of the immigrants, if their reason was liberty-oriented, freedom and opportunity, you know, and they, and they have to, <clears throat> at least on some level, learn about the government, learn about the republic, is is generally more than a resident has to do. Yeah. So, different mentality. And then a lot of the a lot of the immigrants come from uh, communist countries, you know, countries that are experiencing oppression and tyranny, you know, in a in an obvious way. So, different mindset. So, I mean, many of the people from, like, former Soviet bloc countries right. tell us. I mean, even during the time with, uh, with, with under Barack Obama, President Obama, you know, they were people from uh, former Soviet bloc countries were talking about the things that, hey, we recognize this. This is the same kind of stuff. So, those, those folks see it. And, and living through Barack Obama, not just simply living through, but being active as we were Mm -hmm. and being engaged in the political circles that we were and teaching the political circles that we were and listening to people get outraged over what Barack Obama was doing and then seeing them now ask for Donald Trump to do those things that they got crazy over with with Barack Obama is just well, absolutely frustrating. Yeah, and it, it, it's been interesting. It, it has been interesting that obviously many of the things that they are doing, you know, are troubling. But at the same time, it's not been just a just wide open, full on. There's like this this deference to the states, like to in some parts of it, President Trump has kind of said states mm-hmm. states do it so 
he's had, at least the president himself seems to have had, uh, in my view, less of an extreme, you know, mm-hmm. federal top-down response than um, than probably what what could have been, yeah, or what maybe you thought he might do, and. Obviously, some of it's still developing. It's like it keeps inching in that way every time they have an announcement, it seems like. Um, but I found it interesting that, as we said the other day, with the talk that we heard all you know within, within the government of mm-hmm. full-on martial law, there was, a, there was some kind of like holding back the just full-on troops in the street, takeover businesses, that kind of thing. So... That, I think that reflects some of what we've seen mm-hmm. when we've been to D.C. and in the halls of, you know, the White House, Congress, and et cetera, et cetera. There, there's, there is this inner uh, infighting. There, there are pockets mm-hmm. of state sovereignty-oriented people, federal supremacists, and just... It is just a battle within. I mean, you already you already assume you know you're battle you're going to battle against the Democrats, and then but now within the Republican side in the Trump administration, we've seen this back and forth. So you have this group that wants you know federal government take over martial law, take over everything, and then there's this cadre in there going, no, no, this you don't have the authority to do this. So it's it's been interesting, I think, to just to watch how that plays out. Well, and a lot of people don't know the inside, you know, they don't know that inside friction, so maybe they don't see yeah. that happening. Well, P- Pastor ended his tweet by saying, and POTUS, I'm praying for you, please do not cave, I believe in you. And and there's a lot of people, I think, out there that are kind of holding their breath. Yeah. Because President Trump has just said, I'm going to activate the Defense Production Act mm-hmm. just in case. If those are just three of the scariest words that the government can say, just in case, right? Well, and that always seems that's and that's an example of that thing, right? We've said this many times. So, so where Trump sort of falls out, I know some people say, you know, well, he's a flat-out globalist playing for the other side. But how it how it seems is he reacts, you know, to whatever side. Like sometimes he comes out leaning state rights. Sometimes he comes out leaning the other way. So you see Trump sort of, he responds to whoever's advising him or whatever influences mm-hmm. at the moment. It's, it's, a, it's fascinating to see because you usually, I think historically in our presidents, it's just all one thing. You know that guy is this all the time. Trump sort of goes back and forth, back and forth because he's not an ideologue, in my opinion. Yeah. And you see people influencing him, pressuring him one way or another. Right. And sometimes he resists. Sometimes he gets he gives in. Sometimes he goes with the hysteria manipulation. Sometimes, you know, obviously on some things that he's just adamant about, he's got that bulldog, you know, you're not going to tell me what to do. So it's it's amazing to see. Yeah, I mean, like I said, sometimes the tr- when the swamp actually has their way with yeah. Trump and then the other yeah. times that he's fighting them. So right. You you would love to be able to sort of identify what are those buttons like what is it what are those things 
that that we see those occasions where the swamp has its way. I know what it is. I think I have identified it actually. Yeah. I, I think I have. I have because you know, you know me, GC. I love. I, I'm. I'm a. I'm a closet. Um, anthropologist. Anthropologist. And sociologist. A sociologist. I love people. I loved cultures. I love behavior. I watch people, and uh, I. I think I know what it is. I think that Donald Trump has a really big heart. I think that Donald Trump loves people, and Donald Trump wants people to love him. He wants to be the good guy, and he always wants to do, he, he wants to save people. He wants to help people. And how you get him is you you, you tap into that heart string. Use it against see, him. And you use it against him. He wants that's to do why, what makes him popular, what makes people like it. Right. So if he and, thinks that's going to be popular. Or what pe- makes people safe. Remember when he was told to bomb, and he said, how many people are going to die? And they said 300. He said, no, I'm not doing that. Right? So here we have the fascist globalist doctor who's helping him with all this CDC stuff. And I can't remember his name. It begins Fauci? With, Fauci, right. And... You should hear, uh, you read Dr. Paul's letter, right? Dr. Paul has not a nice thing, and single nice thing to say about, what's this guy's name? Fauci. Fauci, okay? And so this guy is manipulating Trump, and he's got Trump's heartstring, and he's leading him into this this statist path, this, this martial law path, because Fauci is a, is a, is a, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say he's like power hungry, but I think he wants his, his 30 minutes of fame and he wants to hold on to it and he wants that kind of control. And so he's he's stopping Trump from getting any other influence on this. My goodness. Why wouldn't Dr. Paul be somebody that you would go to for information on this? I mean, Dr. Ron Paul not only knows politics, has studied the constitution and he's a doctor (laughs) i mean for me maybe i'm just crazy if something's going on and i have to if and you know there always we have to balance and i'm and i'm feeling like i need to balance something he's the guy i'm going to yeah i I wish you had i wish you had the uh maybe pull it up but the nbc article yeah i can do that i I thought just talk about it for a second yeah so um, the NBC News articles and the NBC News site. The title is "Can the Federal Government Order a National Quarantine?" So I thought I thought this was telling because, you know, we have this conversation uh, regularly, and it's been my consistent opinion. You know, people say uh, they're ignorant. Is this it? Yeah, they're ignorant, or they they don't know what's going on, and I I don't believe that. Okay, okay. I believe they know. They they say oh these people are ignorant of the Constitution they need to be taught the Constitution I I don't I don't agree with that I don't think they're ignorant uh, of how it's supposed to work mm-hmm. so you see this NBC article right who who would normally be they would not question this they right. would be under Barack Obama for yes. instance they oh, would yes. they would say you know they would be trying to defend uh, Obama calling a national quarantine. They would be saying, "Call a national." You know, they they want to nationalize everything. They want federal government everything. Well, now that it's not their guy, right? right then there's this question: Can the federal government really do this? And and the, the question is to set up this article where they give the answer: No, they're not really authorized to do this. Right. So they 
they this is an indication they know the distinction between yes. federal authority and state sovereignty. They I love this. fully Be comprehend this. Because the Constitution leaves that kind of police power in the hands of a state. See, they know this. When when was the last time you have ever heard any any yeah. alphabet news yeah. source Never. talk about states? Sovereignty you, about you, the division between state and no, federal, and even allude to the Tenth Amendment that the powers not delegated are reserved to the state. So you should mark this article, bookmark this thing, print this thing, note it because so anytime from here on out, when somebody says, you know, these these lefty news agencies, they they're ignorant. They don't understand the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do understand the Constitution. They simply reject it. Uh, you know, for their own ends, their own power. So in right. this case, uh, they don't want, they don't, they want to be against Trump, right? right? So they would never paint Barack Obama as overstepping his bounds by doing something the federal government is not authorized to do. But, in, but since it's the, a Republican president, so it's all partisanship. Mm -hmm. They're not ignorant. They know exactly what they're doing. They know what they're not they're not authorized to do. They know what the federal government is authorized to do. They know what the federal government is not authorized to do. So it's not a matter of ignorance. It's intent. So when they right. do these things, when they support federal expansion, and when they act like, well, we can't know what the Constitution means, and all this, all this propaganda that they say, they're lying. They're, they're lying. lying. They know, they know that the Constitution, these are restrictions. If it's, if it's not there, you're not authorized to do it. So all the other time when they're talking about the, you know, all, in all their endless propaganda words, right. it, it's on purpose. So this, this clearly yeah. indicates they understand the, like when you, you did the uh, article about national emergencies, yeah. you know, that, no, there's no, there's no place that authorizes this, you know, on and on and on. Mm -hmm. They know that. They fully understand that. There's nothing... Like you look at SPLC and all the crazy stuff. Like any other time, if you wrote this article, if that said by Chris Ann Hall and federal government's not authorized to do this, you know, this is power reserved to state if it's not yeah. specifically enumerated, they put you on SPL's website, they put the blog there, they talk about how crazy you are, how radical you are, but in order to paint uh, Donald Trump in a bad light, they basically are mirroring what you say. Yes. Any absolutely. other time it's crazy talk. Yeah. So No, no, it's not crazy talk. It's it's anti-government. Yeah. It's anti-government. Anti Here's the article on the website, the constitutionality of a presidential state of emergency. Yeah. So so, so that's And NBC loves it now. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, yeah, NBC loves it now, right? So they're they're a bunch of liars. I mean, total these guys are liars. So get that out of your mind that the left is, you know, the lefty media is ignorant of the Constitution. That these politicians don't know the Constitution. Yes, they do. Yes. And they fully comprehend how it was intended. They know that these are supposed to be limitations. They know if it's not enumerated, they're not authorized to do it. They know the powers not listed are reserved to the states. They know all of that. It's not because they're stupid. It's because... They want something different. They don't want this America. No, 
No, and that's why and, it was Schumer. And, and partisan, Schumer is partisanship all, trumps oh, everything. Uh, Schumer is all buddy-buddy with Donald Trump now over this de uh, Defense Production Act. Oh, Donald Trump, President Trump, you know, dealing, you know, being all respectful to him. President Trump, and now Trump in, in enacting this Defense Production Act, the Korean Air War era, uh, act and, and they're all buddies now. I I thought that Donald Trump was this this villain, this terrible person that we couldn't even be associated with. Right. But when when you can you can use somebody to get what you want. Yeah, you know, well, well, like, totally different. Right, like Pelosi. Right, because we suddenly we need this emergency cr coronavirus funding. So so what does Nancy Pelosi want to do? She wants to piggyback. Uh, abortion, abortion funding. funding, right? Funding for Planned Parenthood. So, how how are you stopping the virus, presenting the virus, rolling back the virus by writing a check for Planned Parenthood? No, but this writing is a check this, for abortion. You know, Jason. What is the connection? No, this is there is no connection. So it's all but about they using. Use, they use they use these must pass bills as Trojan horses. Yeah. They do that to the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, all the time, and they stuff stuff in there that they can't get passed individually because the people are outraged over it. So they hide it in the National Defense Authorization Act, like indefinite detention, uh, property theft, and, and re re complete removal of due process in this act. Because what they do then is they say, oh, Representative so-and-so doesn't want to fund our soldiers, right? So Pelosi dumping all the Planned Parenthood money into the, the stimulus bill for the virus, meaning we're not going to vote for Planned Parenthood in this bill. Oh, Representative so-and-so doesn't want you to have what you need to get through the virus crisis. Can I, can I, can I? Can you what? I don't know. I'm not paying attention to the chat room. So oh, I had to already get rid of somebody who was who said that I was stupid, a, a member of the CIA, and that everybody hated me and I needed to shut up. So we got rid of him already. So okay, whatever. We, we just... No, guys, respectfully. Uh, oh, wait, no. What, what, this is, this is what? I don't know. Fifth, sixth, seventh round of alleged mass arrest of the enemies... Okay, all the other prophecies of all of these mass arrests didn't happen, okay? So, are we just going to keep, like, everything, every time something happens, Q said the mass arrests are about to begin. Okay, Q's now said that how many freaking times, and how many times hasn't it happened, all right? Come on, guys. And and, and I don't understand, uh, let me talk can, to, can let me, hold on, hold on, hold on, I'm sorry. Let me talk to the believers for just a second because I see it's so, this stuff is so prevalent in the church world and you guys act like Q is, a, is some divine prophet, okay? Read your freaking Bible. When somebody prophesies and it doesn't come true one time, then the Bible says, boom, one time, you're a false prophet and you're out of here. You're done. So how many times you guys, come on, give me a break. What is this? How do you not know this? How do you, how, how are you sure this is not some psyops operation? This total, I agree, total nonsense. Oh, the arrests are about to begin. Whatever. Good. Okay. Great. When Here's it happens, it happens. But 
Give, give me a break. Here's the thing that Bob never said that again. My behind. Okay. Every okay. time, every time this has come up, the arrest or fix and start. The arrest or fix and start, and it goes by the wayside. No, that guy, they're accused naming specific people is going to get arrested. This is that. No, they didn't get arrested. They're not arrested. Okay. When we're eight years from now, and and Trump's no longer in the presidency, and still. Nobody's arrested. Are you going to keep saying this? Are you just going to keep repeating this? At what point do you realize this stuff is a bunch of garbage? My my problem with this is, you know, if if you want to put your hope in that, if you want to look for that, it's it's very lofty. I think that it's unattainable. My problem is Somebody's jerking your chain. Don't tell me to sit back and accept the infringement upon my rights because something is supposed to happen. That's what bothers me, okay? That's what bothers me. Oh, I hear this all the time. Chrisanne, trust the plan, right? You know, we have to have I this. I do trust the plan. We have to do this, we have to do this. We have to have the military standing in our post offices and our grocery stores because we, you know, we have to do this in order to arrest these people. I'm sorry, I am never going to accept something like that. Nothing you ever say to me will ever make me accept something that trades the liberty that belongs to my son for something that might happen in the future. If you can't get done what you need to get done following the Constitution, then you are the criminal, okay? The Constitution, supreme law of the land, our rights are supreme to the Constitution because they are derivatives of the of natural law as gifts from our Creator, so I can't set that stuff aside. Yeah, I just simply can't do that. I just, so I'm not going to, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to dash anybody's hopes or, or what people are putting their faith in. I'm going to say, you, if you don't have your faith in Christ first and Q second, then we've got some issues we no. need to talk about. But the bottom line is this. I don't care. Believe in Mickey Mouse saving the country. I don't care. Just don't ask me to surrender my rights in the midst of it. Okay, here's but that's, here's that's it. Here's that's the it. Thing. I'm never going to do that. I'm not okay. I'm never going to do that. Let let, let me let me be clear, all right? I I know for a fact in the 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 Q network whatever, not Q as a person, but the when you know all this stuff I was Q blah 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 the Q thing people were saying. Okay, I know for a fact that there were people on the inside, Intel guys, stuff like that. That we're actually putting out information, okay, that was coming out under this Q stuff. I know that for a fact. But what I'm talking about is, is when you get to this point where the, here's the, all these things are happening and it makes you dismissive, like, no, no, everything will be fine. And you just let, you let these things happen without question because, well, it's in the plan because this thing is, you know, Q said this thing is going to happen. And, and so apparently what, what the plan is, because it's 5D chess, we have to strip you of your liberties, right? This li- you know, gun, Take your guns now, do process later. What? Tr- trust the plan? So that's the plan nope. for the, the leader to come out and say, poo-poo on your due process? And so we're going to pretend... You know, we're gonna we're gonna enact fake martial law. We're gonna 
uh, enact red flag laws and strip you of your liberties, but it's all part of the plan. Yeah, because, see, that's the thing I can't Because it's buy a into. trap. It's trust the plan. No, so you're getting them back? Is, yeah. I mean, come on, guys. See, you start whittling this away, oh, trust. It's okay. It's okay to give a little bit of your liberty because part of the plan. It's a trap, you know, to drag in the enemies. It's a trap, You're all right. not going to get those liberties back. It never happens. Yeah, see, that's, that is the trap. There is a trap set there. And the, in, in all of history tells us that this is the trap, that this is... This is absolutely what what the trap actually is, and so. So I'm, I'm so I'm not saying true stuff doesn't come through that yeah, network, right? But right. If, if you're that if you're dismissing the shredding of your freaking rights with this trust the plan justification, you're out of your mind. Yeah, let me show you uh, an article in Western Journal. I'll go ahead and put the full website thing up here. In, in the Western Journal that, that I wrote, during the coronavirus, our constitutional rights are as important as ever. And those of you Liberty First people, can I just mention to you that um, I didn't write the headline? Just so don't, don't come on, Chrisanne doesn't know. Chrisanne, you know they're not constitutional rights. Yes, I know they're not constitutional rights. I didn't write the headline, the gotcha. editor did, okay? But that doesn't take away from the trueness of we what's what in means. the article, okay? So this is something that we really need to share because what I've put out here, and I love the opening statement here, how much thought does the average American put into their rights on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. And uh, I said perhaps not much, but after that call with, with, that I had today with, with uh, <laughs> Rick Scott's people, oh, goodness. I, you know, we've got to get back. We've got to start focusing. What I'd like to see, JC, is I would like to see people get as passionate about their rights as they are about Q. Really? <laughs> I didn't mean. I didn't mean to I, make this some Q. I don't know. It's thing, not a Q bashing thing, but it's a priority thing. Yeah. It's a priority thing. Don't and and that's the whole point that I I was trying to make and that's the point that you were making. It's a priority thing. You can be hopeful. You can look at Q. You can and and read and give and take away what you want. We we were saying you eat the meat throughout the bones kind of thing, right? But look, there's a priority thing here. And if I have to shed my rights in order to to do something, it's not, that's the wrong priority, okay? That is absolutely the wrong priority. And so I'm hoping that's what we need to do, you know? Uh, can I just take one second to to repeat for everybody out there, we are a teach show and not a talk show, and we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. So at some point in time, I'm going to be at odds with whomever your favorite guy is. Sure. Because the standard for me is always liberty and natural law. Always. Well, and, and, so, I mean, I, and the, the idea that there's some un, un, and I know unknown winged, person. Winged Infinity is, is, is a, I mean, Winged Infinity is one of my active patriots in social hey, media. Man, so I, I'm, I'm just it's just my opinion. Out. Take it or leave it. You know, Chris, we love you too. I'm glad you're there. But look, this is a pro. It is a problem. And again, I didn't. I said 
I know there's truth that comes out of that. I've seen it. I know for a fact because I'm, okay, I just know. There, there are guys in there getting stuff out. But my point is, yeah. just shrugging stuff off because of some unwritten plan, like what is the plan? Trust the, trust the plan. What is the plan? Have you seen it? Have you read it? And who, who is, whose is it? Who wrote it? So a, a person you don't know, a plan you don't know, what do you mean trust it? What is it? It's, See, here's it the thing. You, you guys on, have guys. to understand and, something. And by the way, and, and again, let me, let, I'll finish with this. Can I say this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you can't. Oh, so no. And I, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to be a butthole. And Again, I know some of you guys are with it. But I'm just saying, look, be cautious. Use your, don't, don't turn your brain off and just follow something and, oh, it's all going to work out. That's dangerous, man. It's crazy. And yes, he did prophesy something. So, so here's the deal. If if I'm wrong, do this. And look, I'm not mad at anybody. Appreciate you guys out there. Whatever. We have difference of opinion. Fine. So, mark it down. Then come back to me. In let's let's give it five years. Okay. Come to me in five years. Five. Okay. Wow, that's a long time. No, because Trump's got to be out there. As long as as long as Trump's still in office, we'll still be. Well, you know, it hasn't happened yet. It's going to happen. You know, so we still have time. So once there's no possibility of Trump being in there, and I and I don't have to listen to. Well, you know, Trump. We're still waiting. It's it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. So when all when the time passes by and this stuff doesn't happen, which it's not going to happen, uh, then come back to me. Okay. If it does happen, then you go CJC. They went to prison and all this happened. Everything he said came to pass. And I'll go, okay, you were right. I was wrong. But don't think that's going to happen. And if you really, you know, if you really think this is it, JC's off his rocker, that's fine. I am I am totally open to be proven wrong. But then come back to me once this time has passed. Give me the evidence. Let's let's meet, have a cup of coffee, and then, then one of us is going to be showing the other one. Okay, see, told you so. So what do you have to realize is JC and I were both military intelligence, okay? And so the idea of of accepting what some unknown, unascribed dissemination of information comes from, we, we know this stuff is, is, it could very reasonably be PSYOP stuff. This could be, I mean, this is typical of what the CIA does in other countries. I'm convinced that's what it is. So... Uh, if if you don't, if you can't sign your name to it, first it's not that's one. Right. It's not one person. It's okay. That's yeah. So thing. Bruce says, tell us what would happen if a state declares martial law independent of the federal government. That's a really good question. First and foremost, number one, it would have to really depend on what your state constitution says. But independent of that, there's something that we have to realize. Uh, constitutions don't give rights. Governments don't give rights. We create, let me, let me just sort of, para, let me quote to you the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their government with certain inalienable rights. Anybody catch that? I said government, not, we are, we are not endowed by our government, okay? I just want to make sure you guys are paying attention to me and not the chat room. So, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all people, uh, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. And that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just power from the consent of the governed. Okay? Government comes after rights. Rights 
precede government. Because we have rights, we create government to secure them. It's not the other way around. Our rights are not the product of government. So the question becomes, what is your state and local government, what, what are they trying to do? Are what they're trying to do infringing upon your natural rights? Your natural rights, life, liberty, property, and the right to defend them individually and personally in the best manner that you can. So a martial law that removes your right to keep and bear arms, removes your, your right to, to purchase property to secure your life, your liberty, and your property is an unlawful act because it is contrary to the very natural rights that pre-exist government to which government was created to secure. Is the martial law restricting your ability to operate your private property? Are they shutting down your business, which is your private property? And don't come to me because you guys know that I don't buy into this, this government-centric propaganda Marxist. I don't even understand this. This is completely Marxist ideology that just because you have a storefront that opens to the, to the public, that you are a public accommodation business. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. You are still private property. Because otherwise, nothing would be private. Absolutely nothing. So that is Marxist. We need to rip that from our psyches. So if the government is shutting down your private business... That is contrary to natural law, contrary to the whole reason government is created to exist. Governments created to exist, as James Madison said in 1792, all government is created to exist, is created to secure the property of the individual of all sorts. A just government does that. That's the only reason government exists, is to secure our rights. So the question was, what if your state and local government declares martial law? Does that martial law deny you of a natural right? If it does, then you have a moral obligation. Your sheriff has a moral obligation, not to mention a promise in oath to the people to refuse to comply with that law. And, and that, that's just simply the bottom line. So we, we have these questions. I believe because we have failed to teach the right things about our rights, about our history, about the proper role of government for way too long. You know, I did yesterday the history class of the Constitution right here on the show. It blew up. I just have to say thank you to everybody out there who blew it up. You guys are so awesome, but this is what's amazing. It's, it's spreading, and it's spreading because it's something that we've never heard. It's shocking, it's true, it's enlightening, and it's inspirational. It's igniting the passions of people.
So I, I just, I think that we have to get reacquainted with truth. Because otherwise, uh, well, it's like I said in, let me pull the article up here. Uh, like I said in the article here, look. Well, it seems at this point it come, you end up basically with a, a, a force of will. I mean, yes. Because... You know, you have sheriffs could step up and, you know, basically uh, take care of business in, in their in their counties. Mm -hmm. um, the governor could yeah. stand up, you know, so and I think you see that in, you've seen, we've seen it in New Mexico to an extent. So you, you really have this sort of battle of will where you have the governor saying one thing and the sheriff's going, no, not happening. Not happening. And you get this battle of sovereignty but that's if you how will. it's that's why it's designed like that jc yeah. that's why the sheriff was designed to not be a hireling of the state right. to be a direct representative and defender of the people so that you always have that healthy struggle you were talking about even in washington tc you have the state sovereignty people you have the constitutionalist minded people but you have the marxists and you have this federal supremacist and you have the judicial supremacist yeah. That's why I am in favor of, of, of robust division in government. Well, you know, and that, you, you get everybody agreeing, and the only thing they're agreeing on is running over your rights like a freight train. And I think that that highlights some of what we're talking about when you, when you, you know, when you talk about um, the, the personality issue. So I like I, I think Trump I mean, I give Trump a solid B. I, I like. I think Trump's done a good job for the most part. There's some glaring, some places that we, we disagree vehemently on mm -hmm. actions he's taken, but I think it's a result of that uh, battle within the administration, who who he happens to be listening to, who he's going to go with at that moment. Mm -hmm. I you, you may give him a lower grade. I give him a good solid B. I think he's done a, done a, a better job than we've seen Mm -hmm. In a very long time, for many of the presidents we've we've had, yeah. the now when he has gone along with the globalists, that's awful. And I, I mean, in in those times where he's leaned toward his sort of New York roots of not supporting gun rights so much, uh, you know, don't like those areas. Or his his social his, his he's not a so he's not a, a social conservative. He's but, a social liberal. So yes, but welfare think, and handing out money like a. You know, like everybody's favorite uncle. That's just not who our government's supposed he's, to be. He's not an ideologue, right? So again, it's about the influence. But I think that's why it's important. It is important that you're not so fixated on personality that you know it becomes this Trump worship. Like he can't mm -hmm. do wrong. He yeah. he's deity. Well, you know? you're not going to find that on this show. No, by of the course way. Not. I, mean, I mean, I lose obviously not. I lose followers every other day. I just want to mention to you guys because I'm seeing this pop up in the chat room. Um, the history class that I did today is available in this book and this book. I talked about them yesterday a little bit. The two children's books on the history mm -hmm. of our Constitution. And while our kids are not in uh, public school right now, right? Homeschool kids are all got, got their nose all bent out because they're going to school anyway, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're homeschool. You don't get off because of coronavirus. Yeah. But but the but your public school kids are getting a, a, a respite from the indoctrination. Why not fill their brains with what they need to know. I mean, you can run through the video that we did yesterday. You can get a subscription to Liberty First University. Um, 
I, I lost the second, oh, there it is, the second ad got moved. And, and go to libertyfirstuniversity.com and, and start filling their brains with this stuff. But you can get these books uh, on Amazon. You can get them at chrisannhall.com. Let me show you something about this. This, we, this is actually our second edition. And it's our second edition because parents love this book so much, they asked us, Chrisanne, can you make this more of a teaching tool? So we went in, we revamped it, and then, I don't know if you can see this on the camera maybe, each chapter has study questions that follow that help guide your student into thinking about the principles that they've learned in the chapter. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what I love about the younger book. Now, these, these books are both... Um, these books are both made from the same manuscript. This one is for independent, everybody says, what age? I say independent readers. If they can read on their own, this is the book for them. This is for non-readers. This is a read to me book. Let me show you the inside. Very, very colorful. That's The pages are very colorful. Oh no, I opened up right there to the Gadsden flag. We just lost all our SPLC listeners right there, right? A Gadsden flag. Now let me show you. Each chapter in this, this is a good one. Uh, find one. Uh, there we go. This, each chapter has a poem in it, right? This is for the non-reader. If your non-reader memorizes the poem, then they've learned the principle that they needed to learn in the chapter. And so I, I can't tell you over the years that we've had these books, JC, how many parents have told me my four-year-old has memorized every poem in the book. We're raising up generations of people. See, when my head wants to explode after listening to a, a Rick Scott <laughs> phone call where some, some you know baby boomer is demanding that we have the National Guard swabbing noses in the frickin' grocery store at gunpoint, I, I always have to stop and <sighs> breathe. I was proud of you for even, I mean, just the fact that you were listening to a Rick Scott virtual town hall. No, I, no, was, no, it was, I was shocked. And I, I was, felt like it was, it was one of those know your enemy as yeah, yourself kind of moments. It was a total like, Sun Tzu. It was a total <laughs> Sun Tzu. That was the only reason that I was there. Total Sun Tzu. Tomorrow, Marco Rubio's having one. I'll be on that one too as long as my head doesn't You're not going to do it. Um, although with Marco Rubio, um, I probably, even if I figured out how to ask a question, I wouldn't be allowed because as soon as I introduced myself as Chris Ann Hall, they would hang up on me. Yes, yeah. and so this is Essential, essential. Stories oh, for Junior Patriots, and then this one is Bedtime Stories for Budding Patriots. Yeah. So those are the two, the two kids' books. Yeah, and there are actually the, the class, as I mentioned yesterday, the class that I did on YouTube for you yesterday is actually... Uh, n not the full in-depth class. At libertyfirstuniversity.com, there are five full lectures that make up the history of the Constitution class. Yep. And I do want to thank everybody out there who's already signed up. My goodness, you guys went out and signed up like big time. Cool. Uh, and and I, we've got a whole bunch of new students out there. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. I want to thank everybody who's also, just as we're doing our little commercial break right now, thank everybody who's done their, uh, gave us our super chats here today. For DJ. some reason, 
Yeah, we've gotten three super chats today, I and for some one. reason, yeah, well, it's right there, but for some reason, YouTube won't let me see who the other two were. I saw them when they popped up, and then, yeah, now then they, DJ is the only one in there. Yeah, Thanks, DJ. So, thank you guys for all of that, and, uh, you know, I, I am the hopeful person. I am always the hopeful person because liberty is a gift from God, and it will not sleep. If God doesn't sleep then my liberty will not sleep. And so I always try to amuse myself. That's why we had the dumb the dumb tweet of the day. I want to the other the other thing that we amuse ourselves with. I is, think it's totally cool not again not to get back on. I think it's totally cool cuz we have in this in in the one chat room we're talking people who are faithful listeners all the time. You have people it, it, watch the show who hate Trump and people who Love Trump and people who are in between. All watch this show. They and they chat all the time. I mean, and it's it's um, how shall we say decent and congenial. You know, for the most part, because I, we love liberty, JC. Yeah. Because this is people who love liberty can respect each other's liberty, yeah. right? And that's how the open marketplace of ideas is supposed to work. Right. It's 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 when and and here's the thing too. I'm a middle of the I'm I'm in the middle of the road crowd because I don't like. I'm not the, he's a total globalist puppet, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm not there. Maybe he is, maybe not. I don't know. But so I'm not there. And then I'm definitely not, Trump's a genius and playing, well, you know, can I he's, explain he, to you my all perspective? of this is planned out. Can I explain to you my he's perspective on this? It's just a guy. Here's my perspective on this, okay? Yeah. When I say liberty over security, I actually mean it. Right. When I see, uh, when I say uh, um, a principle over party, I mean it. And when I say truth over personality, I actually mean it. I have feelings neither way about Donald Trump. What my feelings are, I like some things that he does and I like and I don't like some things that he does. I I am an observer of the fruit, not of the man. And so when you hear me talk about Donald Trump, it'll be what he did here, what he did here, what he did here. I don't know Donald Trump. Yeah. Anything about I don't his know anything about personal motives is speculative it's on our all part. All <laughs> speculation based on, you know, feelings. But uh, but when I'm talking about Donald Trump and and I and I'm, I think I do a pretty good job of telling people this is just what I believe, right? Mm-hmm. I'm always, you know, now I'm telling you my opinion. But when I'm talking about people in government, um, rarely, I won't say never, rarely do I have any kind of personality feeling to them? It's always about what they're doing. The rare exceptions would be people like Marco Rubio and people who are just absolute who really get under your skin. Who really get under my skin. I think that's so a that, race, racial slur. You can't actually say that word. What? I don't know. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't like know. Like having how that a works. chink in your armor. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, a uh, funny thing, as uh, you know, for the last thing today, I think in in a Shakespearean style, we should have our 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 moment of of court jester. You know, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? The court jester. Who's the court jester? Jester. Jester. Come on. That's a gesture. Gesture and a jester. Jester. Did you see the picture, or the video of Joe Biden? Oh, that court jester. That yes. court jester, Joe. Biden sucking on his wife's finger while I, she's giving a speech. I thought the dude, the dude. Uh, 
You know what it is? He, he has no internal governor. He has absolutely no social governor. You know, and, and, and you know, the libtards are all like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't mean that. It's I so mean, natural. Oh, he's so natural. He's being so just, he's, just it's, natural. It's such a sweet gesture. No, it's creepy. Okay? The woman, and it's here it is. This is how... This is how, if you watch the video, see, this is, this, is, this, is, this is where personality watching plays off, right? Watch the video, right? This will be a huge window, if you dare, into the psyche of Joe Biden. This is what he thinks about women. His wife, beautiful, educated, uh, you know, I don't agree with her, but she's beautiful. She's got an education. She's standing up there and she's giving a very serious speech. And he is so disregarding of what she has to say and the value of what she has to say that he has to mock her and suck on her finger while she's, he's, she's speaking with her hands and making a serious gesture. And then just give some funky, goofy looks to mock her even further. <laughs> and again, into the window, into Joe Biden's psyche, he has no social moral governor. I None. It None. Was... What it, if it pops in his head, it's he's doing it, right? That's why he, he's so creepy. Because in his mind, he's like, oh, pretty woman. I'd sure like to touch that. Boop. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'd like to do that. Boop. What? Are you crazy? Uh, no, right? It was so <sighs> it was so weird looking when I saw the, when we just I saw saw the, the picture. picture. He's like, that's not real. I, I, that's photoshopped. That's photosho- I thought it was photoshopped. I was and like, then, dude, and, that is a really good and, photoshop. And then you showed me the video of the liberal, the wackos. What is that show? Yeah, here they are. I, the I view, was The View. I discussing was, it. I was going to show this, JC, but I'm really afraid that if I show this, um, the sound won't come through. Just talk about it. Just talk okay. about it. So... All right. But they were they were discussing. So this is the view. Biden Absolutely. getting called out yeah. for nibbling oh, his wife's coming. finger. Does anybody know about oh, this? Yeah. <laughs> it was a quick little. That's all. And they reached out to you afterwards, Megan. Yeah, I got a tweet from oh, them. Oh, they cut it off. Yeah. So you notice that they they cut it off. We still love each but other. Listen to what she has to say. And then Joe Biden replied, "This is crazy. True." So I think again, not, I still stand not, not by the chick. more natural She's candidates across the board are yeah, on the campaign chick. trail. Listen Some to what she like has Booker. To say. I mean, it just Behan. sounds like you've been rehearsing is. your stump speech since you were 12 years old in the bathroom mirror, and I can't stand it. And any kind that's of natural McCain's. behavior on the campaign trail, McCain's I still think voters right? in the middle of the country respond to. So thanks for tweeting me. Well, that's Joy Behar. Far off. A lot of people say that. Thank you. And I don't know. Polls say it. Yeah, but policies matter. Is that a man or a woman? It still matters how candidates make you feel. Yes. I think emotions matter. So we talk well, about Joe makes me feel good. I like well, him. So I trust him. I mean, the others are smart, too. I'll vote for whoever can do it. I don't care. Vote for anyone with a You always say Any that. functioning adult. <laughs> yeah. for Chuck E. Cheese. I will vote for Chuck E. Cheese for president. <laughs> Did you hear that? That Seriously. I, if, if you have a pulse, I will vote for you. Right? I, I will vote for... Oh, you guys haven't heard that yet. Sorry. Uh, wrong screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wrong screen. Sorry. Uh, Host. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah, panic. So, uh, seriously, I would vote for anybody. I would vote for Mickey Mouse. You wonder why we're in such a mess. Yeah. This is, this is the subject matter of the people of America. She's being so natural. <laughs> what? What? 
And it's that's and natural. I don't know who 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 brunette is there, right? Who whoever she is, I don't know who she is. That one, or the, the no they, the the one in the purple the dress, polka dots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know any of them. But yeah, yeah. but she's all like. Well, I know the two on, yeah. two on the end. She's like, uh, well, you know, feelings matter. Right? We need to, I think feeling, how a candidate makes me feel yeah, really I agree. matters. And he creeps me and out. And then they went on to say, look, um, uh, we like Joe Biden. If yeah. feelings matter, how can you like Joe Biden? He's so stinking creepy. So, I don't know. I, I'm... We've really gone for a long time today, JC. We All should right. probably go. Time <laughs> to go. It is time to go. Can I mention to you guys, uh, you can support us uh, by going to chrisannhall.com. You can support us. Here's how I want... My favorite way for you to support us is to become a student at libertyfirstuniversity.com. That mm. is my favorite way for you to support us. You can obviously <laughs> also support us at uh here but you can also um oh we lost that picture that one doesn't have a camera picture on it's it. all right you can also support us by uh texting uh impact 2020 to 33777 let me just mention out there jc we didn't actually pick those numbers 33777 somebody asked us about you know the the uh uh, what is that? The Illuminati <laughs> numbers of those things. Okay, we didn't pick three three seven seven seven. It was assigned to us by the the company that does this, so it's okay. No, I it, George Soros called me and recommended those numbers. I, I just thought it was a good idea. He's made lots of money. Why not? Why not follow his advice? Yeah, so. yeah. You can support us through PayPal as well by going to chrisannhall.com and hitting the donate button. Um, which is right here. With, there we go. Um, oh. <laughs> Whatever. Come on. I'm not going to stop. Right uh, that is the only Kill page, me. dude. That's the full one. That's the one that gets the biggest. That's all you get. So, anyway, uh, you can go to chrisannhall.com and hit the PayPal donate button and you can donate through there. If you don't want to go through PayPal, you can go through, uh, there's there's even a P.O. box you can mail to that it works to, but mm. all your support is helpful to us. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this day. Don't forget, I will be on, quite frankly, on Monday. So if you leave over from me and go to Frank, go tell Frank that, I, that JC and Chrisanne said hello. Aren't, aren't both of those God numbers? 33. I mean, three and seven. Yeah. Come on. I don't know. You can't, get more, you can't get more divine than yeah, now you're a Zionist or threes something. and sevens. Yeah. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time.